0: my internet so fucking
1: bad? Australia? <sighs> Do you have to reload this session in order to get another loady loady, savvy savvy job?
0: No, I restarted the modem. It's still fucking really bad.
1: Be well enough to record. Running health checks. I'm the fucking doctor. I'll run the health checks. Now bend over.
0: Your Starlink just powered on network performance should stabilise after about 15 minutes. Well, thanks for that. Fucking hell. <sighs>
1: This is from the man who's, who makes cars. Steering wheels spontaneously fall <laughs> Yeah, that's
0: true. Uh, music, music, music. Shall
1: we talk about it? Let's do that. Leave gap for drop. That's better than talking about Elon fucking Musk. Um, Tripping balls. Episode, this number, 339,
0: maybe? Steel Panther are about as subtle as the Elon Musk, so shall we start there?
1: Steel Panther, like, what's less than single Tundra? It's just- Um, I think it needs to be said that that they can this is a pretty much like everything they've ever recorded I suspect it's a love letter to sleazy glam rock of of the 80s I mean literally they have a song called 1987 which is a a love letter to each of the bands of of 1987 and all the music that, that inspired them when presumably they were little tackers because they I believe they didn't form until the 2000s so they can't have been that old until 1987 um so they can absolutely do this <laughs> shit, but all the songs are about dicks, and it, it, it while it's worth a listen and a laugh,
0: it gets tired pretty quick.
1: After a while, you kind of feel like you've been fucking turkey slapped a bit too much yeah. with the <laughs>
0: dick. This is warrant without any subtlety, and that's saying something.
1: Oh god, no! It's it's Motley Crue. It's fucking it's all those all that yeah. all the fucking. Fucking all those bands, all that. that, that it, if you it, if you really miss solos, drummers in rotating cages, hairspray, and brutal misogyny, then um, then this is this is the act for you. They kind of feel like Turbo Negro's L.A. branch office. Um, it is it is very funny as long as you don't mind being horrified for most of it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I got uh, like I I laughed for the first thirty seconds and then went. Ah uh, man, if I got to listen to an album of this, oh this this is the joke. This is all the <laughs> yeah. joke we have. Yes,
1: yes, it's just going to be this joke again. Yeah. Yes,
0: like you get to track two and you're like, yes. oh okay, no, it is actually going to be the same <laughs> for, for the whole hour, right? Okay, yeah, sure. This is what
1: we've got, and and this is like that. Like they've been doing this for like fucking fifteen years, yeah. So this is the bit. Yeah, I mean, I, when they land it, it actually goes for like. Put my money where your mouth is is quite good, um. And let's fight. I mean. This this might be, if this was released at the time, this might be the album of 1987. I mean, really they might be a bit confused by the references to crypto and Instagram. But, um, yeah, it's exactly what you'd expect it to be. It was a joker. It's, it's no better than it should be. And uh, it was worth one listen, one laugh, and then just being quietly forgotten.
0: Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just... I was, I was hoping that it'd be slightly different jokes every time and it, and it wasn't.
1: Well, <laughs> if they weren't any different in 1987, why would they be any different yeah, now? I guess so. I mean, to be fair though, um, yeah. this is why the darkness kind of land this much better because... Yeah,
0: but they've got sort of histronics and... Well, they transpose
1: yeah. the kind of the ridiculous glam metal stuff to this very kind of small town insular Britishness. Englishness. Kind of a little bit like, um, I suppose the comparison I'd make would be like Hot Fuzz, the way they take that fucking ludicrous LA guns blazing action movie stuff and they stick it in this ludicrously <laughs> Midsummer Murders yeah. style English village kind of context, and it, it immediately becomes ludicrous and hilarious. And I feel like that's kind of like what why the darkness works in a way on a level that Steel Panther doesn't really because essentially Still Panther are just doing Motley Crue um, but saying dick more, literally singing it, like taking away the, the double on entendre and just saying, I'm singing about my penis. I'm singing about your magical vagina. Th-
0: that's, a, that's a really good example though, right, because I can re-listen to a darkness album and still get something out of it. And that's that's what Hot Fuzz is like, right? On the face of it, Hot Fuzz is like bad boys in a small English village. And you're like, ah, ha, ha, that's a funny joke. Yeah. But then you rewatch it and it's like, oh, actually, there's a shitload of jokes hidden, sort of,
1: yeah.
0: you know, hidden in plain sight in this thing that's, and yeah. there's nothing.
1: But there's also like a social, a social. Comedy involved. Yeah. It's almost like a, a, a um, what do they call it? A comedy of manners, where you've got like um, the, the jokes are about the class differences and the social differences and, and the way people behave, as well as the really obvious ones about you know dickheads doing one line as well. They you know shoot up some fucking crook yeah. and uh, not kill anybody, which I, th- I think was you know it's just the funny thing about hot. Th- fives. There's mm. just I've never seen so many shells expended for the <laughs> deaths of like one person.
0: There is nothing hidden in this album no. <laughs> at all.
1: There so. is no subtext. There is only text. It is 120-point impact font text. All right, so where should we
0: go from here?
1: Where are we going to go? Should we go, should we go west? Should we go to Westing? The, uh, the, 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 the Friends of um, uh, All Them Witches from Nashville. Who, have, who appear to have listened to a shitload of physical graffiti from 1975. Yeah. Thank you, Led Zeppelin. Yeah, the, that's... the guitar that's... tone and particularly the drum bass, the drum sound is incredibly 1975 Led Zeppelin. Oh. It is just exactly the same.
0: That that was my notes, is like, this is just a beautiful love letter to Led Zepp. And I quite enjoyed this album. And I guess I haven't listened to a shit ton of Led Zeppelin... So I can't really comment on whether it's like a good I don't I don't I don't feel like it's a copy it it, it feels a little bit like that wolf mother thing where it's like It feels
1: like a production it, copy. Yeah. Because it, it it it's it's just the production is such specifically for physical graffiti. The guitar and the and the, the drum tone is just such a They've gone so clonal on that. It's just it's just an interesting choice, but I think it limits how good the album can be because it does make the album feel a little bit one-trick. I mean, it's not the only album this week that could be accused of being a one-trick pony, given that we literally just did like a fucking single entendre fucking glam metal cocaine fucking rock album from, from 1987. But it's, it's a good album, but I, I think this might kind of cap its ceiling for how far it can progress as a... Um, Uh, the knockout stages of the album of the year. uh, Yeah,
0: that's probably fair. And I think that's, like, I sort of got to the end of this week and went, I bet you I like this more than the doc because I don't have the historical sort of ties to the Imperial stuff like
1: I I, I really No, I, I liked Led Zeppelin and physical graffiti was the album that I picked as my as the classic that I that I chose for Led Zeppelin because I felt like it had more good songs on it even though even though their the classic run of like their first four albums is more famous I felt like physical graffiti being a double album there was more cool stuff on there and this has got a lot of cool stuff on it as well this is a this is definitely my album of the week it's just not um I'm just not entirely convinced it's going to be uh in the conversation for album in the year but maybe that's a futile discussion or maybe I need to have it less because that focus kind of ruins your enjoyment of albums on a week-to-week basis.
0: I was going to go back and ask you which Led Zeppelin album this um, reminded you of. So now I'm going to go and listen to Physical Graffiti and then go back and listen to this album again. Because and, and
1: somewhere in the show notes I'll remind our listeners when we did it as a classic. It was a lot of years ago. Now. Yeah. But it's a production and also some of the songwriting feels similar because by that stage they've progressed beyond just doing – Kind of old blues covers and kind of mystic marches through the fucking the moors, kind of stuff. And there's some of the songs on this kind of feel very, very reminiscent of stuff that's on that album. But um, yes, uh, of course, this is the stage at which rock disappeared up its own ass and, and resulted in the production of, of punk as a reaction to how ludicrous Led Zeppelin and Queen and all those sorts of bands had become. But uh, uh, never mind. Yeah. There are, there's a lot of good stuff on these Westing albums. Let's that's, that's, that's not make it about a band that hasn't been around since 1980. We'll make it about an album, a band that's around now. Uh,
0: this I, is a good uh, album. I think if you... If you- Hit an old rock head that was a generation sort of ahead of us that loved all that old Led Zepp stuff and said, Here, have a listen to this. They'd go, Oh, wow, new music that I enjoy. <laughs> like, no,
1: they wouldn't. They'd say, This is a fucking ripoff because <laughs> you remember the generational thing? <laughs> yeah, these the opposers, yeah. you know, think about the way that, um, and, and this is a hell of a lot better than Greta Van Vliet, but think about the way that the pitchfork reviewers took to Greta Van Vliet with a fucking length of pipe and just beat the shit out of them. And that would have that some, same kind of reaction. Whereas you and I just go, hey, this is this sounds good. It sounds a bit like stuff that I liked from the seventies that was good. I think this is good. My overall rating is good.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed this. I I, I thought this yep. was a lovely album. Had a lot, had a lot of, so. I'd
1: like to recommend it. It's my album of the week. Uh my my not album of the week, uh, I guess is Lucero by by process of elimination. Uh <laughs> did, did you- What do you want to call it? I'm gonna go with Lucero I, or Lucero. I don't Luso. really
0: give a fuck. Do, 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 do you know what? Um, do you know what I thought about this album? I, I'm interested I, to I know. listened to one track. Yeah, and then I, I went. Did the Late Show do a like a parody of John Cougar Mellencamp? It's Holy like a shit! Of retirement. That was a,
1: you. Literally, did you steal my notes? <laughs> I, I said I've got a three-word review for this album: John Cougar Mellencamp. But
0: <laughs> but, but I, like, you know how the Late Show did these like really close of yes. genres that was like but good very enough, off. and the singing yes. and the pro- the the singing and the production was just quite like the 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 frente one was obviously the 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 one that yeah, everyone but remembers. The, the, but they, but they, they put Jane they Kennedy did a lot on vocals but were,
1: the rest of it kind of like. But even for when they did uh, like five in a row and five more in a row, like the, those singles they did before the, the late show came out, they got proper yeah. musicians into help because they got when they yeah. did the, the the John Farnham one, they got the guy from Southern Suns to do the Farnham local. Like, that's not... They're not fucking yeah. about. They were literally trying to make it about work. yeah that, yeah.
0: Like, and that's what this feels like. It feels like a parody that's good enough that you are convinced it's a real band, but you still think it's a parody. And it's like, these guys can't be serious, can they? It, 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 this sounds... Like, the other one was... Like, Future was a a, a love letter. This is like... These guys taking the piss? Hang on, I don't think they are actually taking the piss. Do they realise they sound like? Do like,
1: they realise they sound like Fuck like a two dollar shop Bruce Springsteen? Oh, John Cougar Yeah, and the thing is that John Cougar gets a lot of shit, and rightly so because he's terrible. I mean, the, but the problem is that in the in the late nineties, I lived I lived in one of Australia's major capital cities. And there wasn't music around. Like, if you had, other than CDs, you had to listen to the radio. And I listened to a lot of Triple M. And having listened to Triple M for like four consecutive years, I'm a little shitty about Jack and Diane. I don't want to hear any more about their fucking shit.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, this just just cracked my mind. I was just like why does this exist in 2023? This would have been hilarious in 2000. Well, the
1: thing is that the way you described it, because I I listened to this album and I thought, this is a bucket of shit. And then I I went back and then I did the the editing on the episode and you described it as a... Like country punk, blah yada yada. No, and that's exactly how they describe themselves no in their bio. Oh, there's none of that. There's just fucking bootleg, shitty ripoff Springsteen, warbling. And it's like this. What are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? Oh, so you were filled by the internet. I was filled by the yeah, internet. The bio was filled by the internet.
0: And as, a, as I was born a result in a small this,
1: town. I live and die in a small town.
0: My my album for this week is. Just about as—it's not going to have any guitars in it at all. It's about as far away from this. <laughs> well,
1: well, we kind of let, let's reflect on our week because we have managed to pick three <laughs> albums that are all trying to be somewhere between 1975 yeah. and 1987 from a bunch of dudes. So I think we need to—we need to be a little bit more fucking um, scientific about what we're picking. Um, so no,
0: um, I'm not going to be scientific. I've just gone. Like, complete teenager throwing my shit against fuck the wall. Fuck science, it's for cowards. I'm like, fuck you, I am not listening to another guitar. So, I'm going near Archives, who's an English record producer, uh, and she has a Jungle and Drum and Bass album out called Sunrise, Bang Your Head Against the Wall. <laughs> so, let's go. I might need some drugs to to enjoy this album this week, but I do not fucking care as long as it's not John Cougar Mellicamp again.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure there's still <laughs> Panther could hook you up. I'm pretty sure they could find you some rack. <laughs> hey, Jesus Christ! You do some rack off someone's rack. That's yeah. Seems to be what they're into.
0: Uh, so that's what I'm going with. I just i I looked at the I looked at the genre. I looked at the name of the album, and I went, "Fuck yeah, that's what I need this week." This this could be terrible. I have no idea, but God, I I need some beats,
1: <laughs> please. We call it a palate cleanser because it cleanses the palate. Yeah. I'm going to go for an English band from the Orts called the Subways. It's not quite legacy because I can't remember any of the stuff they did in period, but um, they seem to have a sound that, that uh, sounds interesting. Uh, so there's that. I don't get the impression that you have a Oh, no, a, I, I, I did have
0: a Joker, actually. A, a Joker on deck? I, I, I have right, a suggestion, all. but I'm willing to have it shot down.
1: Given that I inflicted Steel Panther on us, yeah, I think you should take it. <laughs> well- Because I think most of their songs are about how you should take it.
0: We've been sort of exploring a little bit of uh, indie rap in America. So um, Talib Kuel and Madlib have an album out. I was wondering whether that would interest you at all. Do I have a choice? You've just put it out there in the world. What's the album called? uh, Liberation 2. So, Mad Libs, you know, he's done a lot with Doom and Freddie Gibbs and, you know, like some real underground sort of hip-hop stuff. Um, Yeah, I don't know.
1: If it dilutes the fucking riffage. The bad riffage, I think that's probably not a bad move. And that means that next week we can have all riffs <laughs> have, can, all the we time. Can,
0: we can go full Nor- Norwegian next week just as a, pu- Norway, as a pushback. Maybe that
1: fucking Metallica. There, there's some Metallica album that's that's haunting the, the playlist at the moment, and I'm like, oh, as soon as that drops, I'm going to have to call in sick because I don't really want to listen to that. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. My- uh, my old au pair, who we're, we're still really good friends with, she came around with a brother today and she's on my she, Spotify. Au pairs only
1: exist in the context of like carry on films. Yeah. I just, I just refuse to believe <laughs> that, that, you know, if you say au pair, I assume someone has been copping off with her. Who were a matron?
0: Um, she's, carry she's on, on, on my, on my Spotify family plan and she's like, I'm signed in. As I'm you, sure as, she is. I, I'm signed in as you are, no, and I'm like definitely not. Your your stuff has not been corrupting my algorithm one little bit. There's there's no uh, Miley Cyrus in my recently played, so I'm pretty sure that you're signed into your own account. Just on, I, I, I'm paying for your Spotify, but I don't have to put up with your bullshit. I think it was my well, exact what, worst. once you've
1: got the the family thing, it, it's kind of like fuck it, you know. Well, we don't think we even use all their fucking. You get um, five separate logins,
0: right? It's not five yeah. people; it's yeah. five separate, you know, personalities. So, yeah, um, yeah.
1: So I use I use at least four of those because of all my dissociative personality disorder that I don't have.
0: Because she did point out that Miley Miley Cyrus had an album out this week, and I'm like,
1: we we have standards. Anyway, my Joker of the week is Miley Cyrus's album.
0: Or it could be Fever Ray bought out. Remember Fever Ray? What was their-, what was their um,
1: Oh, that's kind of one of those-
0: that, Those are like a Bands I've heard of, but I can't remember no, a Fever single Ray had thing. a one-hit wonder with that, that made it to a Hottest 100. One of those random sort of pop songs that you would never expect on a Hottest 100. I'm sure that was Fever Ray. I feel Fever like th- they
1: should be really good on Twitter, like Eve Six is. Fever Ray. Let's have a
0: look. Oh, that's not what I expected. No. No, that's not who I'm thinking of. I'm getting a, like, like clown, fucking sk- Scandinavian clown, like fucking
1: uh, juggalo. I'm sure it was Fever Ray. Who knows? Was...
0: That's that's gonna that's gonna irritate me. You're not thinking of
1: Sugar Ray, are you? Sugar Ray. <laughs> what was that song called? Presumably Fever Ray is Sugar Ray after they, you know, going into some <laughs> sort of diabetic when coma you, when you crash. Sugar Ray. What was yeah, that song and- called? Yeah, I want to say every morning. Fly,
0: fly, fly was that song. Fly. Fly. He did every morning. Every morning as well, yeah. Fly is the song I was thinking of though. Holy shit. (laughs) I'm glad I didn't pick that as the joke. Oh dear. Oh, you can tell I haven't been I would like. To, I would
1: like to acknowledge that this episode has devolved <laughs> and, and I take full responsibility for everything that, that I did, which is nothing. It was all busy as well. Uh,
0: like, you can tell that I haven't really had that many drinks for about a month, and I've had quite a few tonight. So well, I'd like to
1: celebrate you totally ruining all the fitness that you've done by yeah. pouring alcohol and setting it on fire.
0: Yeah, I was like, let's, let's have a week off being, you know, a middle-aged fit person and then... Try and get back into it, so we'll see how we go next week. All right, Doc, lovely to chat to you. One, one out of three is not bad, I guess. Um, I want I'll catch you next bit. week.
1: I mean, some of that Steel Panther. There was some, the occasional riff in still Steel Panther was, it was amusing. I was, I
0: was, which one's the bit?
1: If, if they could just write better jokes, they would be exceptional because they can write amazing 80s ludicrous dick metal, but they just they just need to... Maybe make the jokes a little bit funnier. Anyway.
0: Yeah. I don't know. That was that was a real str- that that was in chunks for me because like the the joke was like ah, for 30 seconds and like by the third song penises. I was like I am fucking over. <laughs> oh
1: penises. <laughs> over oh. <here>. <laughs> <laughs> Something they're talk- talking about the worst parts about their penises like oh, there's like a bulbous bit on the bottom and there's like <laughs> oh, warts. I'm like I don't need to know this. <laughs>
0: oh dear let's go before we start talking about some really weird shit all right doc
1: like we talk about completely weird penises like peter dutton
0: i'll catch you on the flip side good night folks see ya
1: Uh, it's not in the edit shed. Bezo managed to pick an album that is unobtainable by anybody who is not on an obscure subscription-only podcast platform because it's 2023. So um, with that, I'll I'll cross to him in his edit shed up in Beanley Heights to explain exactly what he's going to do about that.
0: Hello, this is Sober Bezo from the future. Um, as it has been pointed out to me, I've managed to pick an album on a service that is not widely available to people that aren't idiots that pay for crazy subscriptions to very private services. So I'm going to have to pick something else. And that something else is going to be Turn the Car Around by Gaz Coombs, the ex-lead singer of Supergrass, who has a very nice voice. So I'm sure it will be very adult contemporary. But it is at least available in this week of Two thousand and twenty-three. So there's that. Music, 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 music. Oh dear. I quite like that Westingham. do, do, do you reckon that- I, do you reckon that I will go back and listen to the Led Zappa Led Zeppelin no, though and go, oh actually this is better.
1: I think you'll go back and go, Oh fuck, I recognise the, the production yeah, choices. The, 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 it might be that. And you might recognise the fact that, 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 that the feel is very similar. But it's not a it doesn't make it worse, it just makes you go, Oh, I see I see where they where they where you know, where their influences came from. And I'm never it's a rare it's rare when a an act that is influenced by the past is so like disgustingly fucking ripoffery that you go, Jesus Christ, this is a ripoff but you know that you know, like a Greta Van Vliet or to be fair, Move Mother. Uh, you go, Jesus Christ, what are you doing here? Yeah. Um, it doesn't, it, it, it ju- it's just a production choice, but it, it is uncanny how the, particularly the guitar tone and the dr- the way they've mic'd the drums just makes you think, oh, I, f- I remember this. I feel this. this. This really, really reminds me of something.
0: Uh, it's funny because Greta Van Vliet irritates me way more than Wolf Mother. And I understand Wolf Mother irritates a lot of people. I don't mind Wolf Mother. Yeah, I but like, I
1: think I think Grena Van Vliet would irritate those people even more if they were aware of it. I think Wolf Mother also because Stockdale had a reputation yeah. as being a flog, but you know, I think a lot of that was in, inside the music yeah. biz. Uh,
0: Triple J or Double J? I think it was Triple J. I think this was Triple I think it was J. pre double J did um like their version of classic albums, which they called the Producer series. And yeah, sounds um amazing. John's from Silverchair, his dance band with... Who was that with?
1: Dissociatives with,
0: Was that with one of the guys? Paul from, Mack. Was it Paul Mack?
1: Yeah. Was and Paul Ma- he, that- him and Paul Mac were the dissociatives. I didn't really get their stuff, but I knew they existed. Yeah,
0: so the, they actually got a desk in from... Uh, I think it was one of the, like, ACDC or... Like, it was one of the historically great... Sort of mixing desks of a Oh, like Albert music.
1: Productions yeah, or something. Yeah, like an Albert Productions desk. Probably and they, Albert and Productions because they would have mixed all the ACDC's early 70s stuff and the Angels and all those sorts of events.
0: Yeah, so that they were after a particular sound, so they bought this desk, and th- and that's what like you talking about this album reminds me of like like a producer chasing this this certain production sound. Now they were chasing that certain production sound from a rock era on a dance album, whereas these guys are chasing a certain production sound on an album that's exactly in the same genre. So it's a bit different. But, if I
1: remember, yeah, I I'll, I'll drop some beds of physical graffiti in with the other and see if people can tell the difference.
0: Yeah, yeah that's right. It's just like,
1: oh, which is which is which. Actually, that's probably not fair because they won't even know what the songs are that they're listening for. And physical graffiti not, is not Led Zeppelin's biggest album. It's not like one or two is their, their really big ones, or four, ironically. Which is the one with Stairway to Heaven and, and Rock and Roll and various others like
0: that. Who's Cooneman? I was looking at the cricket scores. And I'm like, Todd Murphy's batting and there's two wickets to go. Who's left? And it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Mm. There's, a, there's a random...
1: Cool man there's come a, together with your plan.
0: Like, that, that dude might not even play first-class cricket until uh, Australia tours the subcontinent again. That's...
1: Yeah, you might he as might well just move to fucking specialist. Karachi or somewhere. Mm-hmm. Just hang out. Who, who was the it? Subcontinent.
0: One of one of the English guys played the Bangladesh Premier League. Um, became mates with uh, I can't, I can't remember who became but but stayed and played the first class season. But basically, played the Bangladesh Sheffield Shield because he was like, eh not doing anything else. I was, I'm here. I'm here. I'm well, also that used to
1: <laughs> happen in Australia all the fucking time. Yeah, I mean, what... Viv, Viv Richards, Ian Botham, um, Imran Khan. So, um, so why don't I'll we- Lee Richards.
0: Why don't we send it- It used
1: to happen all the time.
0: Our, now, Australian cricket is actually doing something really smart. They're sending Australian second 11 to New Zealand with Duke's balls. So- <sighs>
1: Well, I noticed basic- that a, there's a lot of Australian players in the women's uh, tournament over here, yeah, like Italia right. McGrath and company, are are all popping up in the New Zealand in the New Zealand women's tournament. Yeah, I think okay. that's a, that's an interesting decision they've made.
0: So I wonder whether that's a or it um, might to
1: be fair, it might not be a board level decision. It might be an individual level decision because people just want to. I wonder whether a
0: that's a a pre quo, um, like we'll give you some of our. Domestic women's players to play in your T20 comp.
1: No, 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 the T20 comp's long out. finished. This is just the, this is just the state comp. This is the oh, the state equivalent comp. of the
0: right. Yeah. So this is
1: just first class, I think. So I think I think it's it's individual level. I think right. it, it's pretty much like why Botham and, and Richards and so on and so forth came out in the seventies and eighties. It was it was the individual deciding to do that. You know, not only to make some money, but also to play in different conditions and to hang out with their mates and get on the piss. Um, so it's it's not like a board level strategic decision.
0: Yeah, interesting. Um But yeah, the, also they sent their second eleven or third eleven, like go and play state cricket for Bangladesh or Pakistan. Go go and play. Club cricket. Fucking learn
1: how to play on those pitches. Or somewhere really third world like Victoria.
0: Victoria. <laughs> uh, oh, dear. All right. I'm going to go. Go to bed. Light, light the bean, Doc. Light the beam.
1: Light the bean.
0: Light the bean. The bean. Oh, no. It's a beam, isn't it's it? It's a
1: bean. I, <laughs> right. sit- I know you tell me now that I've covered Rowan Atkinson a Petrol and set him on fire. <laughs> I'm singing about my penis."